0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Well, well, well. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow. Today, I'm your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of Locker-Report.com, and you guys can always reach me directly in any one of my social handles on Twitter, uh, Locker underscore report, on Instagram, LockerReport100, all small caps, on Facebook, LockerReport.com, and you guys can always check out uh, Locker Talk podcast that's on Facebook as well as the upload videos each week as, um, as the show progresses and everything. So make sure you guys tune in to all of those spots where you can be able to shoot mess- messages to me directly and to hear content throughout the week. And you guys can always, always tune in to the Bachelor News Radio Network where you hear all the programming. And also make sure you guys tune in um, every day when we'll have our shows broadcasted on pro. You can catch me um, for an hour from 2 to 3 o'clock every day to catch up on what's going on in the NFL world. I like to say the NFL within the NFL. Um, today I am extremely honored to have um, a returning guest uh, who joined the show last week, uh, who I'm a big fan of. He's doing great things down there in the University of Shaw um, as the head coach for the University of Shaw, football team, uh, Mr. Mr. Um, Coach Adrian Jones. Mr. Jones, how you doing this morning, sir? Doing
0: great, man. Can't
1: complain. <laughs> That's great, man. How you and your family been holding up through this whole pandemic? I hope everyone is safe and there's no issues with your family or any one of your close ones. Everybody's been been blessed and okay? Yeah,
0: we're, we're blessed. Everybody's doing well, man.
1: That's with you. good. Great, great. Oh, they, everybody's going doing fine. i actually take my son back to school next week. Uh, he go to Chowin University, so hitting that road, getting him all set up. He, he's been quarantined in the house for 14 days. That's what the school had recommended and required. So he had to stop his job at Domino's being a delivery guy to, to make sure he stays safe because he's going back to school and he's ready for another good year. So everybody, everyone's doing fine. Thanks a lot for asking. Great. <laughs> now, um, speaking of the, uh, the pandemic, before I get um, into terms talking about football uh, with the school program, um, there's one player on your team that I've been eyeing for the past couple of years, and that's um, Devin Hunt and I know that he was injured um, early last year. I was wondering, what's the status on him, and would he be eligible for the 2021 NFL draft? Yeah,
0: Devin Hunt is full go. Um, he he clear. when we were uh, practicing in the spring. He actually was practicing with us 100% back, actually stronger, bigger, faster than he was when he got hurt. So we look forward to Devin coming back and doing great things.
1: Fantastic, fantastic. That, that's good news because I held off my breakdown for ACCU linebackers uh, to to publish, and I wanted to, to talk about him last week on last week's show, but I'm going to talk about him um, whether it's, uh, you're on the show for the rest of the day or way how, the course of course, his interview will go. But I definitely want to highlight his talent. Uh, I'm a huge fan of that young man. I really believe that there's an opportunity there. And knowing that NFL football operations had, um, initiated the HBCU um, combine. Um, when you first heard about that combine um, being um, established through the NFL football operations through the NFL front office, what was your first thoughts and what were some of the things that went through your mind about having a, a, a strong platform for these players to finally uh, get some attention thrown at them?
0: I was absolutely happy. I wish back in the early 90s that they had something like that for us when we were coming out of school. But that's a great platform for our guys. And, and what was also great about it, we had two guys that got elected to go, and that was on uh, Ma- uh, Moses and um, Keanu Gonzalez, which is often mm-hmm. lineman and a tight end. And, you know, I think there's a great opportunity for the NFL scouts to see them and actually get to showcase their skills at a high level with, you know, with all the NFL scouts around watching.
1: Exactly, because um knowing um knowing executive uh, football executive vice president of uh, football operations troy Vincent he's been i would say the spearhead of this for the past several years and um due to the situation that this country has been going through far with um uh, african African American males being killed by police officers and talking about racial um, injustice in this country. Uh, the last thing I, I, I did not want the public to know and the listeners to know that this was something that the NFL just jumped on because of what was going on with the climate of our country. This has been something that uh, the front office, and I know personally, has been trying to put together for a number of years because one thing that Mr. Vincent um, and also all the powers that be in the NFL recognize that the lack of HBCU players in the NFL – is uh, totally unacceptable. Uh, when you look back at since 2017, it's only been an average of 30 players out of over 117 hundred players in the in the league that came from HBCU schools. Last year it was 32, but with this platform, I really believe that that's definitely going to change, and I, I believe that it's definitely going to change. Knowing that you had two players from your school that was invited to the HBCU combine, how does it make how does that make you feel knowing that? You starting to put together some NFL quality players with your program. I mean, it's,
0: it, it, we're absolutely happy about it. Um, when when we took this job, you know, we knew we had some work to do, and that was what some of our goals as a coaching staff to make sure that we give our guys the opportunity to play on the next level. And um, we did a great job of evaluating talent, and it just hats off to my coaching staff of of of, of believing in the kids that we were recruiting and letting them know that little old Shaw. We might not have a lot of bells and whistles, but one thing we got is a good coaching staff, and you'll have a chance to to play on the um the next level if you just bear with us and believe in our system.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and last year was evidence of that because um you you started out first of all congratulations on a great season last year. Your guys finished at four and six, and y'all guys finished really strong, uh, finishing out the last four games on a winning streak after y'all had your um homecoming. Um, against Limingstone and y'all guys just took off from there, it really showed what this program is starting to do, what y'all guys are starting to show, you know, how y'all guys can bring a great pal- uh, balance of great defense and a good running game. Y'all guys really know how y'all, y'all can play situational football that really showed down the stretch. Um, to know that y'all guys had definitely finished strong, I know you guys are looking forward, you know, moving um, beyond after last year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We were uh we were actually six and four. So we were uh above 500, one game away from being in the championship. But uh we we'll, this year when we come out we wanna make sure that we, 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 we control our own destiny. We need to win the games that we, we have to win and uh we got a veteran football team as you know we got Devin Hunt back but you got Daniel Bender wide receiver, Victorian Campbell, our quarterback, Sydney Gibbs, Kevin Sherman, the list goes on so we look really forward to this year because, like I said, we're probably the most seasoned football team in the CIAA, whether it's coaches or players. So we we really think that we have a good chance of of, of winning a championship.
1: Absolutely, I, I thought for sure I said six and four. I hope I didn't mess your record up. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, um, knowing that now, considering with the pandemic, um, knowing that all the ACC had, um postponed all their fall sports into the spring. Um, I know there's probably some things you probably can't get into far us with um, discussions with the, the conference. But um, looking towards, let's say spring ball happens and I'm um, sure university and ACCU schools are uh, ready to take the field. Uh, what are some of the positives that you think, knowing that the NFL schedule is going to pretty much stay um, intact far as with um, their combines and also with the other workouts? Um, what are some of the things that you think, some of the things that your school probably would implement? or an HBCU platform all in itself, what do you think some of the things they will implement to make sure that the, the games get played and the, and your players still get the attention that y'all need from the NFL?
0: Well, right now they're talking about a seven-game um, season, so that's pretty much all your conference games. And um, at the end of that, whoever is the number one team out of the uh, out of the south and the north will play a championship game. So, you know, it's an eight-game season. Um, that's, that's a chance to get filmed. Um, the, 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 the best thing about this thing is the freshmen and the JUCO transfers that we brought in, they actually get a semester to get ready to play football. So I think those freshmen that come in, they try to learn on the run so fast that it's like it's, it's so much for them. But now we can, like, dummy it down. We can slow it down for those guys and, and get them prepared for the spring. It's one of the number one things that I think that's going to benefit not just Shaw University but all the PIAA schools.
1: No, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Um, you listen to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network, where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow today. Um, our guest for the day, um, Shaw University football head coach, Mr. Mr. Adrian Jones. Um, Mr. Jones, um, knowing that the, the changes that's being made, what are some of the things that you are implementing for your players to make sure that your guys are healthy and ready to go when your guys announce
0: well, the, the one biggest thing is goes off to Shaw University of, of, of making sure we had a plan in hand when the kids got on campus. Our kids came on campus last Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you know, hand sanitizers, making sure that the guys are wearing their mask. You know, just everything on campus is, is, is going smoothly. As far as our workouts is concerned, there's a protocol in, in, in the weight room and stuff. Our, our strength and conditioning and our trainers have done a great job of implementing Things and making sure our safety is, is, is number one, and um, you know, uh, and, and a lot of parents that dropped off their kids were felt very safe when they dropped their kids off. with a lot of questions when you know on the phone over our Zoom meetings over the summer, but when they when they dropped their kids off, a lot of the parents were you know ecstatic at how how comfortable they were to leave their kids here and how safe they felt with them. So I think that's a big that's a big plus. We just got to continue to, uh, as I say, chop wood, carry water. We got to keep doing what we're supposed to do. Uh, we got to, you know, it's a new day and age. Uh, we still continue to meet with our team on, on via Zoom. The only other interaction we'll have is probably in the weight room um, from a far distance. But um, right now I'm just proud of just getting to see our kids. We really miss them. And just getting them back on campus and, 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 and watching those guys do what they do is just awesome.
1: That's fantastic. At least, you know, you're definitely going by the, the protocols that's out there. And I know it's one thing, especially considering what this country is going through, I know that makes makes you feel proud knowing that the parents uh, feel safe with you with this program, recognizing that it's comes first and health comes first. And to see that you and your staff is putting the kids in a safe environment, knowing that you have the parents um, really, you know, trusting you guys, having the confidence in you guys. Um, have have there been a, a particular player or a particular um, parent that ex- – um, the, the preparedness that the school has placed for their players, have any parents had expressed their gratitude towards you in the program?
0: Oh, yes. Um, um the One um, parent that she's very involved, John Barnes, wide receiver from um, – from, from Clayton High School, his mom is just really impressed with what was going on. You know, like you said, there's a lot of questions as a parent. You know, I understand it. Like, what does it look like? And, you know, a lot of times you can tell a parent what it looks like, but they have to actually come on campus and see it for themselves. And when they came on campus, they were just like, Coach, we appreciate everything. And it's not me. At the end of the day, I don't want all the I, – I don't, I don't get any credit for that. It's, it's, it's solely on our university, our president – doing a great job of implementing, making sure that we got our kids back on campus and that not only back on campus, but are safe and, and, and things are going well.
1: So that's awesome, man. And I, and I totally understand that, you know, it, it always starts from the head. And then, but the thing is that when you had the school president, um, not all the times the uh, the AD is always around, the, the head coach is always around. And when you have the head coach yep. that is following um, the the rules and procedure, you know, everyone is going to look at you, you're the face, you know, you're the face of the franchise, so to speak, when it comes down to um, sports, especially with football. And it starts from you, definitely have to give you, you know, a whole lot of credit for what you're instituting in that school about discipline, showing respect, and then at the same time, being ready as men to fill and off the field. You know, they have a lot of coaches that only worry about winning, and only worrying about, you know, from game to game. But it really is, says a lot when we have a head coach especially at HBCU school that's worrying about not only winning but ultimately winning off the field and that's an environment that you're definitely putting together um, at Shaw University um, coach I'm about to take, to take a, a quick pause I want to know can you stay around for about two more questions and then let you go because I know you're very busy now thank you for um, um, joining in on the Locker Talk this morning absolutely no problem you're listening if you Talk, want you're real discussions on practice.
0: politics social issues racial issues and other topics then tune into the bachelor news radio show
1: listen live every monday and thursday from 6 p.m to 8 p.m eastern at blogtalkradio.com and if you miss the show you can listen every monday through saturday at 8 a.m and 3 p.m eastern and every sunday at 5 a.m and 3 p.m at thebachelornews.airtime.pro listen and be informed All right, welcome back to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow today. I'm your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of Locker-Report.com. And you guys can always reach me, reach out to me directly on any one of my social handles on Twitter at Locker underscore Report. Instagram LockReport100, all small caps. Facebook LockReport.com, and also check out Locker Talk podcast on Facebook. And make sure you guys always tune into one of any one of the great shows that we have on the Bachelor News Radio Network. Like for, instance, like for instance, the Bachelor News Radio Show with our host La Bachelor, where you discuss issues of race, politics, injustice, equality, religion, sports, and anything that affects the black and brown and poor people negatively. Tune into any of the shows on Monday and Thursdays from six to eight on the Bachelor News Radio Network and also make sure you guys um stay tuned in to the BachelorNews dot airtime dot pro where you can listen to the locker talk um for an hour from two to three o'clock. Um uh, today have an honored guest on the show from Shaw University, Shaw Bears, head coach, Coach Adrian Jones. Uh Mr. Jones, thanks a lot for t- um staying on the show. And uh two quick questions for you uh before we let go. I know that you that you are very that you're extremely busy. When we look at the play for HBCU um, teams and the whole entire platform. I would say since you have been close to the HBCU um, coaching um, community, how much of a difference has the play, I would say, from 10 years ago, five years ago, how much has the play on the field had improved for HBCU players um, and um, HBCU football? I
0: think the the the, the just the, the demographics, you know, uh, the the coaches the coaches are a little bit different. You know, you got coaches that that come from all walks of life that are you know have done a great job. That that's the first thing. But the speed of the game, you know, the, the 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 resources that they have now are a lot different. You know, back then we had to, I had a VHS I had to watch film and rewind. And now you got and mm-hmm. you have access to all that stuff and recruiting. It's a lot easier. It's just so much different, and just technology. I could say is the number one thing, but absolutely the speed of the game and the, and, and and the size of the of, of our athletes now are, are a little bit different than what what it was when I was playing.
1: Wow, that's awesome. Well, well, you're definitely not a small guy yourself, so <laughs> you probably can still suit up and get out there. <laughs> I still, I
0: still can handle myself in this day and age, though. Definitely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you, you you have to, you have to, because I know sometimes out of of you know pure fun. You know, your your players don't size you up. You know, they look at, they know about your great career. When you play, and, you know, they want to size themselves up against you and everything. So I know that sometimes you got to show them that, you know, that you still can flex and you still can get down as well. <laughs> and you also,
0: you also let them know that the ink the ink don't lie. As long as it's in the book, it's real. <laughs>
1: absolutely. Absolutely. I like that. I like that. I'm going to use that. I'm going to actually steal that from you. <laughs> okay. So, um. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, I know, you know all 32 teams in the NFL with scouts. They're not going to talk to all the ACCU head coaches. You know I, I I know that, and I know that, as, far as their target. You know they look at a lot with the MEAC, and I know they look at the SWAC as well as you know the pretty much the Division One um, teams for ACCU schools. So I know that a lot of things will probably be catered to them. However, if you had an opportunity to be able to sit in front of in all 32 teams um, in the league, what would some of the things that you would say to them, guys, uh, HBCU football um, in regards to your players and how, how important the change and to purposely look to the HBCU community to really uh, further and strengthen their presence in the league like it was once before. What would you say to those guys?
0: Well, I will let them know that one that you know there's great coaches in this in this, in this league, and we have great football players. A lot of the football players that are in this that are in this league are actually are D1 football players. Whether they mm-hmm. the grades were like they are supposed to to be, the SAT right. scores are not the way they're supposed mm-hmm. to be, um, or, or just got overlooked. Devin Hunt is one. Um, Devin right. Hunt is absolutely a D1 football player, but got overlooked. And at the end of the day, you just have to go go to those universities and, um, and, 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 and find those football players. We're fortunate enough that ever since I've been to Shaw, no NFL scout came in until until last year. And they came to, like, hmm. five of our practices. So now we're on the level that where they know what Shaw, little old Shaw University is. They go to NC State and they go look at those big-time football players, but the next stop they go to is Shaw University. So hmm. hats off to our football players like I told them. When, when, when a scout comes to see a Devin Hunt, you got to show out because they're not just looking at Devin Hunt or the other guys. They're looking to see who's the next star. And um, we, we put ourselves in situations where we want to make sure not only that we get football players that can win games at Shaw University, but we also want those guys that have have visions of being on the next level have a chance to get to that next level. And that's my job to make sure that those guys, guys have a chance. And I'm one of those coaches that – even though they might not hit us up, I, I, I have a, look a couple connections, and I make sure I use my connection to get, to get Shaw on the map, and I'm going to continue to do that as long as I'm at Shaw. University.
1: Wow, that's fantastic. That's awesome, man. You know, I'm definitely going to do my part um, here at uh, Locker De- LockerDatsReport.com because the whole site, if you've ever been to the site, you'll recognize that I talk about what's going on currently in the NFL you know, we leave the big boy networks to cover that stuff. You know, sometimes I say covering that is a little easier. But for my whole take, I love to evaluate the small school guys. Uh, there's value in small school uh, players. There's value in undrafted players. And to know that you're about to have some, a couple of players that's going to get to the NFL to represent this school is only going to open up great things on in recruitment Recruitment. Also, is going to open up things for y'all. Play on the field, which the you know, which the you know, community is starting to see. You know, finishing strong last year at six and four. Um, Coach uh, Coach Jones, it's been a pleasure and an honor to have you on the show. I love to have you back on the show again. Pretty much round after y'all guys um, finish you season. You know, hopefully everything is staying um, on track. Keep up the great work. Your great influence for those for the young men and um at Shaw and in the HBCU community. Not only your great. Um, Coach, great father, great leader, and continued success, sir. I greatly appreciate you.
0: Always great to be on, man. Thanks for having me.
1: You got it, sir. Now, that was Shaw Bears University head coach Adrian Jones, who joined Locker Talk this morning. I um, He was a guest last year. He came on, graced us with his presence once again for this year to talk about football. Uh, one of the best things about the interview, I mean, about um, Coach Jones, is that he's definitely all about disciplining his players, making men out of them, and not only being great on the field, but off the field. That's what it's all about, and he definitely is a great example of that. Um, to know that linebacker Devin um, Hunt is is healthy, he's ready to go, uh, he's definitely one of the guys that's on the radar at locker-report.com. Um, you can always go to, to the site and click on HBCU Ready. That's I would say I would say that's a category where everything in relation to HBCU football is at on that site. So make sure you guys check that out. Um, you listen listening to Locker Talk on Bachelor News Radio Network when you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow or today. And if you guys, at any time, any time, want to um, send any messages by any by any means, just send that send straight to locker-report.com on Twitter, on Instagram Locker Report 100, all smart caps. Also on Facebook at LockerReport.com, and also you can also check it out on Locker Talk podcast on Facebook, and also you guys can always call in. You call in um at six four six nine two nine zero one three zero. Again, the number is six four six nine two nine zero one three zero. Now, um, before we end the show, definitely want to uh, end the show as um, still talking about HBCU um sports and there when it comes to the n f l regional combine um uh, platform there only that there's on there there's there's currently just one player that's currently in the n f l right now that went through an a c c u school that is currently in the n f l and his name is william standback he was a he was a r- running back for the virginia union uh a solid talent um coming out of school he be i definitely evaluated him i believe it in two thousand and sixteen when he first came through the platform with the n f l regional combine then he came back to what they had the pro player combine in two thousand and eighteen had uh, welcomed him to that workout and i remember that workout um he had um injured his hamstring, and so he and i were you know was talking on the side and he was he definitely was very emotional um definitely wanted to encourage him to let them know that it's not over. There's going to be some teams that, that looked at his workout because he was pretty much finished his workout. He was almost, you know, towards the end, he was actually running the, uh, the route tree as far as running backs out the backfield. He really ins- improved his hands, how he was able to catch the ball out the backfield, and he was really showing that um, during that workout. Um, but right after that workout, after he got um, healed, got everything together, he did manage to get signed with a Canadian team. Um, last year and actually became their version of an all pro in the CFL. So that was, that was, that was solid on his part for him to make it. Then he signed with the Oakland Raiders this past January. Uh, The reason why I'm talking about him is because he just suffered through a tragic situation, um, involved with his parents. Um, his father had, um, both his parents actually passed away last month. Um, his father, um, Mr. Um, Senior, we do stand back, he had um, suffered from a bladder cancer, uh, something, a condition that he did not really disclose with anyone. He kind of kept that secret uh, with himself, but um, he um, unfortunately lost his life to uh, bladder cancer. And then on the day of his burial, the very next day, his mother, Patricia, she died from a heart attack right after they laid her husband. William's father to rest. So he lost his um, mom and dad in the span of 11 days last month. Um, He returned back to the Oakland Raiders early this week. Um, I definitely, um, you know, reached out to him. Uh, I know that he's definitely going through a hard time right now, knowing that he not only lost his parents, but he's also trying to make sure that he make the roster for the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Las Vegas Raiders now have their own, their brand-new facility in Las Vegas. They're no longer in Oakland. Uh, but um, William is looking to make that roster, and I really believe that he will make that roster. He is a bruising type of running back with speed. Um, with him there, with uh, Josh Jacobs, I think they will be an excellent pair in the backfield. Um, William would definitely bring that physicality that Coach Gruden-like um was one of the things that he liked um, having when he had um, uh, Mike Oshstock when he was the fullback for the Tampa Bay Bucs during the time when he was there and when they went, um, won the Super Bowl. So, William, not saying that he remind you of Oshstock, but what he will remind you of that physical style, that bruising style of running combined with speed and also good hands out in the backfield. I'm confident that um, William will make the roster um, with uh, with the um, with the Raiders. I think he'll definitely contribute to that squad offensively, knowing that they had retooled and knowing they're ready to move into something great in Las Vegas. Uh but definitely wanna send out uh, condolences to William Stand back, letting him know that, you know, although although as far fan wise and household name wise, that um he's not he's still relatively unknown. But the thing is he's definitely known just just want to let him know that he definitely has supporters out there um people that will support him we know that the Virginia union community definitely has supports him, knowing that he's um a lone representative in the nFL that's looking to make that roster to really showcase that not only that he can play but they are players in a c c u umput in the community on their teams on these platforms that can contribute on the highest level of football. And we're looking forward to um, William showcasing that for the 2020 season for the Las Vegas Raiders. So I'm excited about it. Uh, thanks a lot for tuning in to Locker Talk. Uh, when you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow today, make sure you guys tune in next week. Next week we're going to get in and talk talk about some more players from the HBCU platform. Definitely going to talk about Devin Hunt, get into some defensive front players,